a lot of people have great ideas. Anyone who I talk to is like, oh, I've been thinking to start a business in X or in Y or in Z, or I had an idea to make this, this, and this. And the thing is, anyone can have a great idea, but how do you make that happen? I say I, I want people's soul to shine. Like everyone deserves to have a soul that shines and to feel fulfilled and just enjoy what they do. And that's really my ultimate aim. Welcome to Her Money Club Stories. We do not talk about budgets, retirement, or the hustle and grind here. We talk about money, time, and energy freedom. We are here to reimagine our relationship with money, to collaborate and celebrate other women who are doing the same. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to explore your passions and monetize your skills and talents and what lights you up? Can you even make money and a living living that kind of life? You can. Her Money Club allows you to explore all of the possibilities to create the time, money, and joy your heart desires deep down. Tune in as we guide you in reimagining your relationship with money. You can find us for further episodes at financialfitnessunleashed.com slash podcast. Special note, we are accepting applications for season two. We would love to support you on your journey with money mindset, leaving a corporate job to step into business for yourself, or discussing how to build wealth. If you want more guidance in any of these areas, you can apply to be on Her Money Club Stories today at financial fitnessunleashed.com slash podcast. See you in there. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Her Money Club Stories. My name is Rachel Minnie, the founder of Her Money Club. Today, we have special guests that I'm super excited to share with you all and dive into their money stories and their journeys and share with you how our partnership has grown and flourished over the last couple of months and how we will be supporting all of you moving forward. So with that, let's dive right in. Tamsin, let's start with you. I would love to hear a little bit about what your background is, what you do for a living and how you got into it. Okay. Um, First of all, I'm really excited to be here and I'm really excited for this journey that the three of us are on. It's like, oh, it's fabulous. It's fabulous. So we'll come on to that later. So um, my background is I would say over the last, I suppose, year, I've been really struggling on how to introduce myself because I'm like, I do this and I do that and I do this and I'm into this and I'm like this and this and this and this and this. And everyone's like, what on earth do you do? (laughs) And I love Marie Forleo. She says a multi-passionate, doesn't she? Multi-passionate entrepreneur. So I'm like, do you know what? I'm going to go with that. So I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I do lots of different things, but kind of what threads through everything that I do is the foundation of psychology so I've got this psychology background I've nearly finished a psychology degree and I've taken the science of business psychology because I want everybody to be happy and fulfilled and enjoy their life we spend so long whether it's at work and in business I just want everyone to enjoy what they do and literally have that light shining I say I I want people's soul to shine like everyone deserves to have a soul that shines and to feel fulfilled and just enjoy what they do 
and that's really my ultimate aim so I I've really got I've got background in leadership and management really is that that's kind of my uh, my corporate career is all that leadership training development management piece and I started the interview cheerleader in lockdown um and I started it because I was like I want to I want to help and support people I want people to be happy I was in this mindset, I'm going to wait to start a business until I finish my degree. I'm going to wait until this. I'm going to wait until then. But then I was like, why am I waiting? Why wait? Why not just do it today? And so I put myself out there. I started the interview cheerleader. And that was, you know, that, that was quite successful. You know, I've, I've got courses, I've got books, I've got all of that that just kind of trickles along. But I felt like I needed more. And me and Saskia were in this same group. And Saskia was was running a, a, a YouTube channel and she was like, hey, I want a guest. Does anybody want to come on? I was like, yeah, do you know what? I'll come on. I, you know, I wanted to come on. I love, you know, I'm that person that I'm always asking people if they want to meet for coffee. I'm always connecting, meeting people, just, just saying, hey, how are you? I, I remember when I used to travel a lot for, for work and my colleagues always used to laugh at me because we'd been in an airport, they'd be at the bar getting a drink or nipping to the toilet. And all of a sudden they've left me for 30 seconds and I've sparked up a conversation with somebody. I'm like having coffee with some random person <laughs> because like I talk to everybody. And so me and Saskia started our journey just from that, do you know, what? I'd love to jump on a call with you and have a conversation with you. So I hope that answers your question. I feel like I've gone on a bit of a tangent there, which I am really good at. You've answered it. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing great. Yeah. I guess I would love to, and I think you kind of um, tiptoed around it, but out of all the multi-passionate things that you do, what one of those things do you enjoy the most and why? I, it's, it's UpHub. It's what me and Saskia do in UpHub. And I know exactly why is because we're doing it together mm. like I can I love standing in front of a room full of people and training I love training and coaching leaders to become amazing at what they do I love helping business owners to create these amazing teams I love interviewing but all of that I do on my own whereas with UpHub we do it together you know I've got this 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 person that is there for me just supporting me every step of the way we can bounce ideas off we can share we can laugh we can cry we can have fun we can get stressed together you know we can we just have such a great a great time and you know we we love the fact that um Rachel you know we've, we've opened up and, and you're included in that now as well because of, of what we're doing. And apart from the fact that we're helping our members and we're helping our non-members, we're helping so many people, it just, it makes me happy that I'm helping people to, to find that and for their soul to shine. But I'm doing it with someone who is on that journey with me. And that just that's just that's fabulous that's fabulous I love that you say that because 
that's something I recognize this in the last couple of days, like who, who have I like enjoyed working with in the past? And it's always, I always find that one person that I get with in a corporation or whatever. And it's like, we just work side by side so well together because I can be the visionary and like really create the roadmap of where we're going, yeah. but then they kind of fill in the pieces of like, okay, what about this detail? What about this? What about that? And it's all, I've always found my person in that besides with her money club. Now I do feel like I found that with both of you. So I, I enjoy that. And there's still like this missing piece. And so now that I'm aware of it, I'm like, okay, I get to have that other like person by my side who um, can kind of, to your point, like your dynamic egg me on and like really yeah. work together with me to build and grow her money club. And it's funny because I've had a few people who I've thought were, were my person, but then I realized like after more talking with them, they're not. But now that I'm like searching and like asking the universe for this, I know it will come to me now that I'm aware that it's a thing that I desire to have, but I love that you one have that because it's very powerful and it makes it way more fun. Like everything about the experience is just so much more enjoyable yeah. when you have that power partner. Yeah. And if I can tag in on that, I know we started with Denzin, but I can't keep my mouth shut. The, <laughs> <laughs> the great thing about it, at least what I enjoy about it as well is, is, is the yes. And so it's like, mm -hmm. I have an idea we could do this, this and this. And then the other one's like, Oh yes. And we can do that. And we can do that. Yes. 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 And we can do that. And it's, and you can egg each other on and it's you know and it keeps we help each other stay accountable as well yeah. because it's not just you i mean if it's just you you can easily say ah today i'm not feeling like it you know the sun is being weird or the wind is coming from the wrong direction i can't do that today but when you're working with it with another person it's like i see them doing this and this stuff i too should do stuff so then you go you know <laughs> then you build that together it's like they're doing a lot of stuff amazing stuff I want to do that too. I want to, you know, be in that, that, that culture. You create that culture together to, to just make amazingness happen. And then you have momentum creates more momentum, but mm -hmm. momentum with, with two persons, that's like synergy. That's like one plus one yeah. is three. And that, that's what makes it so amazing to me as well. And of course, it's also the, it's, it's like being it's business besties. It's, we are, we're having up, up together, but we share all sorts of stuff with each other. Also from our personal life. If, if, if she has a rough time, I have a rough time and also vice versa. So whenever we have big life changing events, I just had my daughter. I, I spoke to Tamsin daily because it's just wonderful to have that best friend there with you and that business bestie that, that helps you. And that also keeps the company going, even if you need to take a step up for a moment. And that's just, that's just magical yeah 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 I agree. Mm. so good well Saskia now that we're on you <laughs> what do you do and why do you do it um so what do I well as Tamsin I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur and for me what what's really at the base of my heart is um is helping people achieve their 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 dreams if if you know a lot of people have great ideas. Anyone who I talk to is like, oh, I've been thinking to start a business in X or in Y or in Z, or I had an idea to make this, this, and this. And the thing is, anyone can have a great idea, but how do you make that happen? That is really the trick. And that that's really my passion uh, because the moment people achieve that, the moment 
people put that out there in the market or it's big success, they get this sparkness, the way I call it. There's this spark in their eye and, and, and Rachel, I see you have it too. It's like the moment it's like, oh yes, this is, I know what you're talking about because it's, 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 it's your baby or it's your idea and you made this happen and it's so amazing and you love it and you do it and, and, and you just want to tell the whole world about it. Well, that thing, that to me is just the most amazing feeling in the whole wide world. And that's something that I have to, to my sparkness is, is being able to tell people, oh, I helped this person achieve their dream. I helped this person achieve their dream. And for me, it's, I, I help uh, with mindset. So knowing you can do it, that's typically where a lot of people already, you know, you know, think it's like, I have an amazing idea, but I'm not the right person. Who do I think I am doing that? Well, mindset is very important in that um it's having a strategy so knowing how you're going to do it and then of course doing it because anyone can have a dream anyone can make a beautiful planning and then never never actually do it um so actually by you know how are you going to do it and and having daily habits being having that productivity system in place that will keep you going um that's really where where i thrive and by combining those three pillars, you can achieve anything, you know. And of course, with a, with a great business bestie, you, you can achieve it even more beyond the dream that you have. And that's been the whole thread throughout my career. I've been a project manager. I have the Entrepreneur Suite, which is all about starting up a, a thriving business. And now we have UpHub, which is all about, you know, leveling up your business. You, you, you've already launched you have your first or your, your first few offers out there, but you want more and you want, you know, I hear a lot of people say, um, I started my business, I love it, but I feel so lonely. It's like shouting into the void all the time. And it's just, you know, I, I, I feel so alone in it and I don't want to feel alone because I'm doing something amazing. I want to share this with people. I want to shout from the roof and I want to have people who are right there supporting me with it and, and helping me level up even more. And that's the whole thought of UpHub, um, to level up your business. And, and, and that's just amazing to see also in the hubs itself. It's people now, they have their business, they're trying out new things, they're coming up with new ideas. And even members within UpHub who say like, oh, wow, that's, that's amazing, let's do it together. Or you could do it this and this way, and then you get that synergy again. And that's just, you know, that makes my day when I see that happen. I think I nearly, um, I nearly jumped out of my seat, didn't I? Like when that happened in the group, they were like, let's collaborate, do it. Because I was like, oh my God, that's just so exciting. <laughs> that was so exciting. And the funny thing is, though, you know, you're on a call, but of course you have your phone somewhere nearby. So, so you have a, a secret text line chain going. So the moment that happened, I, I just saw that and I was like, oh my God, this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just brilliant. Oh my God, that was amazing. Yeah. yeah, 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 I agree. Wow. Okay, lots to dig into. So, a question I often ask because I think a lot of women ask me this question: like, how did you, how did you do the thing? How did you transition? How did you make a decision, right, and choose to opt into something, right, or overcome like a certain challenge? So. I think I want to lead with this question for both of you to answer. And that's, can you think of a time when you overcame like a big money mindset hurdle? Like you were at a certain income or had a certain amount of debt or like some sort of big thing money wise that you finally like flipped on a switch or something happened, something pattern interrupted you and you changed, you switched. Oh, that's a good question. Um, 
Saskia, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Well, like? For me, well, I'd like to go first. Go on, you go um, first. <laughs> <laughs> I could see your eyes like. <laughs> well, for me, it, it, so I'm the kind of person I, I, I tend to over deliver. I always buy two large birthday presents. I all, you know, when I had my master thesis, I, I, I wanted it to include everything and not just get my, my, my master's degree for it, but I also wanted to get a puppy for it and sparkles and a cake and a world peace prize, you know, but oh my God, I love you even more now. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> it, it's a blessing and a curse because you would not believe how often I had to go back to the store to actually be like, you know, what, let's just do a smaller birthday present because it's a bit much, you know, a bit much. Um, um, so I always want to be like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a giver. And um, when we started Up Hub, you know, it's it's a mastermind. It's in Sense. And Sense and I, we, we, we are all about making sure that our members have the best experience possible. And for me, what was really a money mindset thing is... What do you charge for such a thing? Because it's it's I want to be like, oh, this should be you know accessible to anyone and everyone because everyone can benefit from this. So if we keep our price prices super low, you know, then, then then more people will come and we can help even more people. But then the thing with a mastermind is you don't want to undercharge because the moment you do that, you get a different kind of people, a different kind of community, and then it's not a mastermind. Then you're in a membership or you know then 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 it's you get a whole different dynamic and that's not the kind of people that we actually wanted to attract um so Thames and I we actually had a very good talk about that and then had a very serious look into each other's eye <laughs> and it we was like, very serious we were very you know glasses were like this like <laughs> super serious <laughs> and um, <laughs> And uh, we decided like, okay, we're going to do the mastermind. We're going to price it affordable. So still for mastermind, we are in the, the lower price range because we want to have it affordable for everyone. But we are going to charge mastermind rates because if we're going to charge lower for that, then we cannot serve the people who are genuinely looking for that kind of connection and support and accountability and the habits. And that was really a switch for me to, to you know, to, to, to switch on. Like, can dare we ask this kind of money? Um, but we did. And I'm happy that we did because we are attracting those kind of people who who are in it who are showing up every week because that's the thing with a mastermind right you have to show up every week every day you you're, you're there for your community and the price is there for that and i'm i'm happy that i overcame that challenge and that thames and helped me overcome that challenge as well mm-hmm. i want to go one yeah. layer deeper because i think this will support people as well about around the emotional component of it. Was it fear of charging too much? Was it guilt? Was it like, what kind of emotional journey did you go through in that transition? And like, what were you initially feeling or experiencing? So for me, really just, just personally, me going really deep is um, I always doubt whether or not what I do and who I am, if it's good enough. Mm-hmm. I always do this. That's why I over deliver because the more mm-hmm. I give, the more I prove I am good enough. I am good enough. I am good enough. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. see all the things that I'm doing, you know, it's good enough. Um, and uh, so, so stepping into a, instead of being, having that, that insecurity of, am I good enough? Stepping into that power of, I know I'm good enough. I, you know, I bust my... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know is this a swearing podcast but you know yes. I, 
I, I <laughs> bust my balls to, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I bust my balls to deliver and to make sure that it's it, it's really good. It's good content. Anything that the moment you step into the mastermind, you're like, again, it's like sparkles and cakes and unicorns and puppies <laughs> and Nobel Peace Prize. You know, the, the, the whole thing. You, you, well, you're not getting a Nobel Peace Prize joining me. Yeah. But not yet. <laughs> you are getting that. So, but then I have to own up to it as a person as well. I know what I'm delivering. I know what I'm doing and I know that I can charge that for it because it is that good. And I think that that links back to kind of what we were saying about doing it together and being in it together we can challenge each other we're not just you know it's not just me myself and I thinking I'm going to charge this because I wanted to you know I, I was like oh let, let's charge x and Saskia was like mm, no we need to charge more than that and you know if I'm perfectly honest I still don't think we have the price right I still think for what we give we give far too much what people are paying Absolutely. and that's something that we we do need to review at some point but we've got each other to challenge and say right now's the time's right now's the time to to up it mm-hmm. um and I think if it hadn't have been for Saskia I would be charging a lot less but then I think if it hadn't been for me Saskia would be charging a lot less mm-hmm. and I say even now we're not charging enough I know we're not charging and enough. even even with those two it's it's like right? <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah, yeah yeah um and I think having each other to just you know what we have so much goodness we give so much that we can just challenge each other and, and I think if you're doing it alone and you haven't really got that you just just are like I'm going to charge x and then nobody's there to say do you know what? We're, we're giving too much we need to up it we need to up it so I think from my perspective everybody needs to review their prices because you know I as we navigate through I'm like wow people are charging so little for so much that they're giving yeah yeah it happens I would say 80% of the time even with the ladies I've coached over the years like 80% if not more of the time they come to me with these prices and I'm like no you get to double that like it's honestly a constant doubling conversation and they're like what I'm like okay we're not going to start there but that's where we're going to get to right because the more we as women continue to perpetuate undercharging and over delivering that is the expectation and that's we're gonna get what we get with that so it's like I'm putting a stop to it (laughs) we're not doing that anymore yeah (laughs) but I I feel you I still struggle with the good enough right like I like to just go over and above and beyond and I'm very aware of it so it's like okay constantly reminding myself it's already good enough it's already enough and just having the self-talk and awareness to to walk through that and don't you find there's so many conflicting views out there like some people say to you give everything give it all give everything Mm -hmm. and some people say don't give a thing don't give a thing and people like you need to charge this you need to charge that charge x charge this you're coming from a corporate background you know women are paid less than men that is just that is you know why there's a whole load of history into into why but you know I feel like as we go into business we still don't give ourselves the enough credit to say do you know what actually I'm worthy of charging this because I give so much you know I look at uh, I, I look at in in my career there's women that as, as a manager you know what people are paid there's 
women that are paid less than a man by a good 20, 30,000, mm-hmm. and they're doing so much more. Twice as much. Yeah. Right? Twice it's as like, it's crazy that yeah. we have that mentality as we're going to business that we still can't charge as much as, you know, our competitors or someone else or a man or this. And yeah, it's, it's a really difficult mindset to overcome, but it's so important. It's so important. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one thing that really helped me and really helped up up to get in into that right mindset is, um, is, is, is some good old marketing research. What are others charging? What are you know male female competitors charging? What are what are the typical mastermind charges? What what's the range? And of course, for a mastermind, the range is pretty big. I mean, mm-hmm. you you have fifty fifty thousand dollar masterminds. You have lower than that, of course. You have to, there's a whole range. But by by just looking at what are prices of my competitors and what do they offer, you know, what's I'm always about what's what's the content? What is it that they're they're giving? And then a lot of things you're seeing. You're like, I can do that. We're doing that. We're doing that too. We're doing that too. They're charging that. They're they're charging how much? And that really gives you a bit of a reality check of like. This, these are normal prices and you can ask those kind of prices. You, you shouldn't devaluate yourself in that because by devaluating your, your, your price of your mastermind, you're also devaluating yourself. You're doing yourself a disservice. And also people out there will think like, oh, it's, it, it won't be that much because you're asking so so little, then it, must, it, it can't be good, right? So yep. but what really helped us is just go out there, check out what are typical prices in the market and what what do they deliver and can you deliver that are you delivering that and if you do then own up to it step into that role of power and and dare to charge those kinds of amounts and scream it from the rooftops yeah. and scream it from the rooftops <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. thank you for sharing tamson do you have any thoughts on um like a money challenge that you've overcome in your career or in your life and I'm curious for you if you have any income ones where like you asked for a raise or you asked for like more money at a new job, but if not, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I've got I've got quite a few of, of those actually. And it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because I'm always like, I'm always like, yeah, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. And then when I get into the meeting, I chicken out. Mm-hmm. I can remember knowing that a colleague, a, a male colleague, was on a lot more than I was. And as I said, you know. I was doing more work than him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go into my review. I've got a monthly review of my boss. I'm going to go in and I'm going to ask for more money. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Build myself up. Build myself up. Don't do it. Chicken out. And that happened time and time and time again. And actually, I ended up handing my notice in rather than bringing it to the table yeah. because I was so scared I, I don't know why and I, I think this might be, might come might come with age that you know kind of now I'll be like you know I'm just gonna say it but and all experience and experience probably and at the time I was in my 20s and I was just I couldn't have that conversation I couldn't bring myself to have that conversation and I had a notice in they were really shocked but they didn't offer me more money they didn't offer me that money to stay even though I'd been offered more money somewhere else and you know, I was, I was like, I can't believe they've just accepted my resignation. They've just accepted it. And in the end, I thought, I've got to say something. I don't want to go. I don't want to move. I don't want to. So 
in the end after about a week and and my, my boss said to me I'm going to announce it I'm going to going to share it and I was like just stop just stop mm-hmm. and I found that courage to say you know what? I don't want to go but you know I know this person's on x rightly or wrongly I know and we had a conversation me and my boss we had a conversation he was very open with me I was very open with him I got my pay rise and I stayed But if I hadn't have found that courage, I could have potentially just walked away and gone somewhere else. And, you know, I had a fabulous career for for 15, 16 years at the same place. But if I hadn't have had that courage and found it, and it took, like I say, it took me a long time. It took me the time to, you know, months and months and months of burning myself to monthly reviews, burning myself up every time I spoke to my boss, going to go to you know I would phone him for the reason to ask him you know have this conversation and chicken out and say something else mm-hmm. so kind of you know probably six eight months of just internal struggle mm-hmm. and then finding that courage and now I'm you know I'm of the impression that if you don't ask you don't get there's people out there there's business owners out there gosh I know because some of them are my clients and there's business owners out there who just openly say if a member of staff isn't going to raise it I'm just going to come and pay them what I pay them I'm not going to pay them more if they don't ask for more because I assume that they why would I pay out more money mm-hmm. unless they ask me and they bring it to the table so you know I really obviously that that brings in question to me about you know right we need to do the right thing for our staff you know morally is that the right thing to do but you know that's a different conversation for a different day but for, for me really we if we're not happy earning the salary that we're being given and we know their scope even if we don't know their scope have that conversation because it might be your line manager your boss company owner whoever it is might say do you know what? yep I'll give you a pay rise I don't want to lose you or they might say actually do you know what I can't give you a pay rise that right now because I don't have the funds but if we put x y and z in place then I could give you a bonus or if you bring x number of customers in we can look at this and we can look at something else there might be other opportunities and so it's really easy for me to sit here and say if you don't ask, you don't get. But I do truly believe it. Well, and if I can challenge that, Tamden, mm-hmm. um, because you know, so I've switched a few jobs here and there. That's the great thing about being a project manager. You can do yeah. it in, in, in a lot of sort of companies. Um, so every time you switch a job, you you're taking a risk because you're walking away from your contracts and you know you have risk of maybe you, you end up somewhere where you're like, oh, this this is totally not what I expected it to be. So um, so every time I switch a job, you want to have a raise in, in in your pay. Otherwise, why would you switch? Unless of course all the reasons. But for me, it was always when I switch, I want to earn more as well. Um, but then the question becomes, how do you know what you should be? earning and of course oh, yes. websites, there were websites out there were like you know you're um say so i was a project manager in the high-tech industry do you think those websites had like if you're a project manager in the high-tech industry you should be earning this business it doesn't it, it, it's typically the vagueish thingy like you do something in, in in a company as a junior media you should be earning you know it's, it's how much can you ask for and then 
I too have chicken out. And for me, it was often when, you know, you, you had your, your job interview or you called up front and you were like, you know, how much, uh, they, they ask you, how much do you expect to make or how much would you like to make? And then say, you're, you, you have your current salary and like you want to say 120% of that so that you take into account that risk. That's still I chicken out and I was like, let's just say 105%. And then you know there's still room for negotiation over there. So in the end, you, you're making a step, but you're not making that big of a step. But then, yes, to me, it was always the difficulty. How much can I ask for without them being like, uh, I, I beg your pardon, you, you, you want to have <laughs> how much now? <laughs> can you repeat that? <laughs> so how do you know that? You know, I, I think that comes down to negotiation skills and to, you know, putting a part in Rachel is going to have loads of thoughts on this. I know, I don't know, you know, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's that negotiation piece and don't undervaluing, undervaluing yourself. But oh, I suppose Rachel, just how would, you, how would you tackle that? Would you just go towards like, OK, I'm just going to ask way out there and see how it lands or so I over the years I didn't start off with this I've learned to be audacious with my asks because I actually am looking for and wanting that response the excuse me response like I want that because now I have a threshold to work within Mm -hmm. if they're saying yes easily and effortlessly I haven't asked for enough and I don't want that to be my starting point I want them to be like "Ooh, sorry like we're only we're like our max and most people this is what's crazy when you give such an audacious number they will come back with, Ooh, sorry. Like the highest we can go is this number. It's like, great. <laughs> now I know <laughs> the number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, because please. you shock them, right? Like you shock them because they know the number. <laughs> yeah. You're just, they're just like, and then you're like, well, hmm, let me think about it. Let me see if I can work, <laughs> you know, then you are in complete control, right? It doesn't happen that way all the time, but, um, I have experienced that once and it was like, oh, finally I've hit an audacious enough number <laughs> that <laughs> was way more than I could actually want to get paid or care to be paid. But then I, I got their number. Right. So I, I uh, resonate with both of your stories, but Tamsin, especially like I, I love that you explain like the courage piece of it, because you made me realize like I switched jobs because I didn't have the courage because I didn't have the courage to like go and ask for something. I didn't even know that was the thing. I think at the time, especially in my early twenties, it was more of like, well, I know they're not going to give me the money. So I'm not even going to ask. and I'm just going to switch jobs. And so that's, that was my strategy, right? It was easier, right? It's way that conversation. Exactly. And so I would every two to three years change jobs because I knew I could get more and I could get more. And so that was my strategy. And, you know, people ask me like, well, why did you you know, quit this job or whatever. I'm like, honestly, a better opportunity. Every single one was a better opportunity. So it's like, you either give me the opportunity in the organization and I'll take it, or I'm going to look somewhere else for it. So I took that risk. And I think that's more acceptable these days, you know, 15, 10, 20 years ago, it wouldn't have been as acceptable to constantly be switching jobs. But I just had this like limiting belief that because I'm a woman, because I'm a hard worker. I'm just going to be worked into the ground if I stay in one place. And even if I do get promotions along the way, it'll be these slow trickling promotions with 
very minimal pay. It's like, no, I'm not going to give myself that opportunity. I'm going to allow myself to do these other things. So, but I love that you like came down to the wire and like had the courage and then got what you wanted. Like, that's amazing. So, and it, that takes a lot you know we're, we're putting ourselves out there but we're having the courage to be really vulnerable and say you know you can reject me if you want I, I can take that and and that's that's a really tricky place to get to and you know none of us would be here now if somebody you know talk about the three of us if somebody hadn't reached out and said should we jump on a call and that, you know, that in its simplicity is us being vulnerable and having the courage to be rejected, really. But we didn't. We took the chance. And look, look at how fabulous it is. And you know, I always say, if you, if you don't, if you don't ask, you don't get yes. Okay, you have. I agree, Saskia. You have to know exactly what it is you want to be asking for. But if you don't get, if you don't ask, you're closing the door on so many possibilities so what if they say no so what if somebody doesn't meet you for coffee jump on a call give you more money so what because there's somebody out there who will and that's when it's going to be amazing yep and that's your person that's your company that's your like that's your space like be in that space and find and search search for it so oh we could go on for this conversation but I want to wrap it up and I want to um share just a little bit of our partnership and I'd love for each of you to share um what you wish to about this partnership so um Tamsin and Saskia have joined me in partnership to help support her money club mastermind specifically so the her money club mastermind as we've discussed is a place where ambitious women can come to really jumpstart their business or passive income stream and specifically getting them to $100,000 or or above $100,000 so it's a lot of that beginning journey phase of experimentation refinement and creating the scalable process So we work on sales, on marketing, on offers, a lot of the things that we've discussed today, mindset, and just really overcoming the limiting decisions that we've made in our past to help us move forward. And we do that in a mastermind format where you have a tribe of women that do it with you, four to five women that get together on a weekly basis hold each other accountable, celebrate with each other, have the hard, vulnerable conversations with one another and really level up together. So um, Tamsin and Saskia support that entire process. So maybe if you two wanted to share like what that looks like behind the scenes. And then also, I know that our group has access to some of UpHub's library of tools. So maybe if you want to speak into that as well. You want to start, Tamsin? I was, you know what? Just lighting up like <laughs> silence. Like I was like, I just know this is Saskia's bag, so I'm like, I'm gonna take a step back because Saskia's like back end process. Right, everything's right. in place. Everything works amazingly. Like Saskia's got this down to an absolute T. <laughs> I don't want to take any of that limelight away from you. <laughs> well, well, well. It's it's you know the great thing about having a partnership is is you you complete each other so it's not just me because you know Tamsin is the, she, she's the owner of the people-centric business but she, to me she's the people-centric person she is you know she knows everything about our members you know what's going on how can we help you how is it going she is but she can tell that way better than I can but I just want to say don't don't just think that it's it's, it's all me um no but I'm super excited because about this partnership because you know you have a lot of programs or online training or online programs where you you get 
a good training, you get good, good content, and then, you know, good luck to you, go out and do it. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, what, what our collaboration really thrives about is, is, Rachel, I know you have amazingly good content, and then we here, so Tamsin and I, we're here to make sure that everyone in the program, you know, follows through on it. As I said in the beginning, uh, it's one thing to have an, an amazing idea, it's one thing to learn something amazing, but you need to apply it. It's all about execution, and Tamsin and I are here to help people, you know, execute on it and to 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 make sure that whatever they learn, they apply it in their business and that they grow beyond their expectations. And we, uh, we have a, a whole platform for that just that designated for that. So we, um, we don't have the thing where you have like, go here and you'll find something and you have go here and you find something. Wherever you are, if you have a phone, if you have internet, you have everything all, all in one platform. Uh, you have the whole community. And the great thing about UpHub is we work in hubs. Um, so also for Harmony Club, you are part of the whole UpHub community. You have the Harmony Club community in that. And in there you have those hubs, so those five, four, five people groups, so that you have your small knit tribe together, but you also have the whole community. So you have, you know, the perks of a large community and a smaller tribe. And uh, that's, the, that's just amazing. We have uh, daily inspiration, weekly calls, we have monthly challenges and masterclasses, we have the quarterly goal setting. So everything that, Rachel, that you are teaching your amazing members, everything that they learn, we are here to make sure that, that they follow up on it. And we, we will keep you accountable, especially Tamsin. She's, she's <laughs> but that's how, you know, and that can be uncomfortable. And sometimes we will ask you uncomfortable questions, but that is how you grow. That's how you apply it. That's how you overcome those 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 questions like how am i who who am i daring to ask this kind of price well we're here to to give you that reality check and to help you level up your business um so that you have those amazing results mm, i love that and i think you know it's to me it's such an honor to work with you rachel and to have you know the three of us form this partnership this is something that's really exciting because all, you know, we have our own individual expertise and you know you two are just absolutely phenomenal like I absolutely you two are fabulous and I just know that together everything that we bring to the table we can just help so many people to achieve because there's three of us with our strengths and we all bounce off each other. And, you know, Rachel, you work your absolute magic in everything that you do. You know, you are fabulous with your, with your ladies and everything that you provide. We're there, Saskia says, just to, you know, make sure that these ladies, they do it. They've committed to you. They've committed to themselves. They've committed to their business, to their career. We're just going to make sure that they are always going in that right direction because it's blimming hard. Being an entrepreneur, doing anything you want to do is hard. We have bad days. We have days where like, I cannot be bothered. We have days where we feel we've been, you know, we have been rejected. We feel like we're not good enough. We feel like we can't do this. We can't do that. All of that stuff. We're here to pick you up and say, right, this is where you're going. This is why you want to do it. This is what you've committed to. You're going to do it, but we are behind you 100% of the way. And if you feel like you're falling, give us a buzz. We're here. If you need anything, reach out. 
we're here. And that's where the magic that we can add to your amazing magic already, that's how we can help because we can be just that support network, that safety net, that cheerleader in the background. You know, our members, if they're going into, we've had it where they're going into a meeting, they're standing up in front of people, they're putting themselves out there and they're really scared. They've told us they're going, we're all texting them, messaging them, you've got this, you're gonna be brilliant, you're there. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm sitting in the car. I don't know if I can do it. We've all been there. We've all been in that situation. We're like, I'm gonna talk myself out of this. But actually we're that support network that won't let you talk yourself out of it. You're going in, you're, you're doing it. You've, you're, you're gonna smash it, you're doing it. And that's what we can add. Mm, yes, smash it. I love it, love it, love it. Thank you ladies so much for joining me here today. We will, I'm sure, have many more of these conversations where we get to spot off about all of our stories and all of our wins and celebrations and challenges that we've had along the way. So I just really appreciate your time and thank you so much. Thank you for having us. I had a blast. It was so nice.